Welcome to the podcast Life of Emerald. We all have mental and physical health. You know they go both hand in hand. They're all connected. But have we as society stigmatized mental health to our detriment? Let's talk about it. You're listening to the podcast Life of Emerald. I'm your host, Kate. We're a spiritual organization empowering millennials and Generation X to stand up to the universal truth grounded in oneness with creation based on love, peace, harmony. Be true to yourself. We balance the science and spirituality, modern innovation and ancient wisdom. Shall we normalize mental health in 2022? This is a global movement. Make mental health normal. Our honorable guest today is Fadia Abduni. Fadia ditched her prestigious career as an oral surgeon to pursue what made her heart sing and soul sing. As an oral alchemist and medical intuitive, her goal is to help people understand and master their energy, aligning with their soul to achieve well-being. I'm proud to introduce and interview Fadia. Welcome. Hi, Kate. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you. It is our pleasure to listen to you. We've had sessions before and I was amazed by your talent in helping me shift perspective and heal the invisible threads that I was dealing with. But let's get started. I'd love to learn about what you think about this topic. What is your view on mental health in general? Mental health uh, has been neglected in the past. The people were always focused in the physical, focused in how the body is working, uh, but forgetting that the, the mental is extremely important. In the line of work that I do, the thoughts and the emotions greatly impact the physical well-being as well. So mental health, if I may say, if we had to pick one only, I would say mental health first. Mm -hmm. Interesting, you connect the mental health with physical health and spiritual health. What is your one personal story pertaining to mental health which has shaped your life view today? Well, well, there are several, but for instance, in my career as a neurosurgeon, when I was in residency, I was so overworked and uh, so stressed out because of the lack of sleep. So when a person does not have enough sleep, it really throws off the balance of their body and it definitely shifts their mood, their perspective, their ability to focus, their ability to be effective. And I remember that because of the long period that I stayed without sleeping well, I started to experience depression. And I remember asking for help. And when I asked for help, I went to a practitioner that suggested I should take time off to go out with friends. And I kept staring, you know, with a blank stare at him and like, I don't have time to sleep. I'm on the last three months of residency. I don't have time to meet with friends. So that really brought to my awareness how sometimes even professionals are not paying attention. They're not good listeners when they're um, taking care of their patients. 
the doctor recommended you to have fun with your friends. What is the impact of fun in our mental health, do you think? I think it's, it's very impactful. I think that finding things that bring us joy assists us to raise our vibration. I'm going to speak in terms of vibration. Anything that raises our vibration, that frequency in our body, it will also assist us in well-being. It's going to bring that sensation of well-being, joy, laughter, being able to speak to a friend that we feel good speaking to that friend, listening to something that is uplifting, doing a nice meditation that makes you feel grounded and centered. So there are many things that we can do. At that time when I was experiencing that, what I really needed was really 24 hours of street sleep. <laughs> But I wasn't able to get it. <laughs> Okay, so if you're doing residency, it's normal to not sleep. This is what I hear from you. And the interpretation I get is there's a lot of workload and responsibility. And I imagine people listening in, the millennials and Generation X, bombarded with loads of work. And especially during COVID, the boundary setting can be a little bit tricky. We can have a tendency to overwork. Looking back, Fadia, obviously survived that residency, you finished it. What, what would you tell yourself, your old self? Not to take things so personally. It's just work. Not attach my self-value to my work. We really tend to attach a lot of, of our value, our self-worth to our accomplishment and to our career. And we need to learn to really separate and I was able to do that when I was in practice. There was an older doctor that worked in the office that I was started working and he gave me the best advice. He said, when you go home, you leave work here because he was seeing me grab a few charts to go write them at home. He says, you're in the beginning of your career. Let me teach you, you never take anything home. And that was the best advice because the moment that I got home and I did my post-op calls, I turned off the working mode and I was able to relax. I love that advice. <laughs> What has helped you get through the mental health challenges? First of all, was the looking at things Uh, from another perspective, right? So I started to detach my self-worth to what was happening in that uh, residency until I finished. Then keep an eye and know one thing that no matter what we're going through, whether this is extremely bad or extremely good, will not last forever. It will reach a point that will shift You know, so always, if it's really in that period that is not good, keep the vision, create the vision and hold that vision until you get there. <laughs> <laughs> the shifting perspective is also a act you chose to do. So what was the breaking point? Decided to shift the perspective. I knew it was April. 
I still had May and June before I graduated. Uh, so I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I decided at that point to say, you know what, it's okay. I've already done so many years. I'm on the last three, four months. I can manage this and really just started to not really engage with the things that were not important. You know, so if there was a discussion that wasn't really relevant to the patient care or to my learning, I was not going to really engage in that. Mm. So you were sort of protecting your priorities. Correct. I was prioritized. What is the go-to strategy for calming your mind instantly? Breath. I think the secret is in the breath. <laughs> As we inhale, it's a natural way uh, that the body uh, really releases the endorphins, releases the chemicals that we need to calm down. So inhaling really deeply and exhaling a few times with my mind fully focused on my breath is my first thing to go to. You know, you are probably the fifth or sixth speaker mentioned about breathing and I'm constantly reminded to breathe deep and breathe out deep with the audience here. And it's really easy to forget that this breathing technique is as simple and accessible and effective. Now, I would like to delve into your background as a medical intuitive. You started with your career in medicine as an oral surgeon. What exactly does medical intuitive do? Okay, so a medical intuitive is someone who has the ability to assist people uh, with the movement of energy from their energy field. So going back a little bit, I graduated in 2005. And in around 2007, I was like, okay, I finished the residency. I'm starting to notice a pattern in my life, in my relationships that I would like to not experience anymore. So I started to do my inner work. And in that process of getting to know myself, I also started to study energy. You know, the thoughts create an electric charge, the emotions create an electromagnetic charge, and that combination creates our vibration. So if everything that I'm experiencing is a vibrational match to my frequency, then I need to dig in and evaluate my frequency. What are the signals I'm sending out to the universe that my experience is not exactly what I want? So in that process, I started to study energy. I started to start study the auric field, you know, this, this energy that we have surrounding the body. And in this process, I started to notice that my clairvoyance expanded my awareness and ability to perceive different energetics expanded and my whole vision started to shift my whole vibration my whole outlook in life it started to change 
until 2017, I said, you know, I can't do auto-surgery anymore. It's not resonating with me anymore. It's not making me happy anymore. I really didn't plan it like that, this, but it was exactly 12 years of practice. I thought I was going to retire. <laughs> Retirement age from oral surgery, not <laughs> after only 12 years of practice. But I'm very, very happy. And right now, what I'm able to do, like you said earlier, is to assist uh, people shift by explaining what's going on in their energy field and giving them an insight from a much broader perspective. We are multidimensional beings, so what is affecting our experience is also equally multidimensional. We cannot look only in one layer. I agree with you. So hence the mental health is almost like a doorway into the multidimensionality because the mental health is a normal term, it's trendy. And when we look deeper into what's causing anxiety, depression, and so on, so on, so on, from your story, I hear you say you followed what made your heart sing. And that was to let go of that prestigious oral surgeon work, deciding that, and then doing what you, your heart wants to do. And did that help you alleviate any and all mental health challenges? Yes, the stress, the bigger stress was really lifted the moment that I was no longer practicing the, the profession. The profession in itself is a very stressful profession. Then the challenges that I started facing were the ones of identity, right? We create a whole identity around our careers. So I was letting go. It was a process I felt that I grieved. I grieved for um, for over for about a year. I was grieving that, and I didn't know exactly what was the sentiment of loss. But it was really that career, even though it didn't make me happy. It was such a big part of the identity that I created as an adult. I started dental school, I was 18 years old. <laughs> it was 30 years of my life. <laughs> Basically, my entire life was that. So even though I really practiced only 12, there were several years of training, um, dental school in different things that I, ha uh, that I went through. So it was a lifetime. Yeah, I was releasing that. So as I became aware of the grieving process, I gave myself permission to allow that to release and not judge myself and really be mindful of my energy, not to be around other people that were judging me. And there were many, many people, including my own family, that thought I was nuts for letting go of a, of a career, right? You have a license in the US, you have a license in Brazil, and you're not practicing your career. You're crazy. <laughs> that's, the, that's what they were thinking. Well, so there's a proof that you did not listen to them. Well done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the success story is really, um, I think it's a simple one. 
you know, one would look uh, at me when I first left my career, um, like I let go of my car, let go of all my belongings. I was uh, left with my books, crystals, <laughs> everything I own is in a small storage. The first appointment I went to the doctor and she measured my serotonin. It was really high. <laughs> so that's a success story. Serotonin is the marker of happiness. <laughs> ah. You know, and it was really, really high. <laughs> so I'd say that physically, like if you would look in my world, it looked like it was messy. But inside, it was very calm. Well, <laughs> Fadia, what's your six word story you'd like our audience to take with today? Listen to your heart. That already been. <laughs> yeah. And how do our audience get in touch with you? You uh, can find me in, in Body Light. I am in Body Light across all social media and my website. It's I and Body Light. <laughs> cool. Well, it's lovely to reconnect with you. You embody such a joyful heart and uh, when I get in touch with you, you have a lot of love in your heart. So happy to collaborate with you here. Fadia. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kate. Likewise, I love your gentle energy and uh, the beautiful things you're doing. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today, empowering millennials and Generation X to stand up to what's normal. I appreciate your time. This is an episode series, Make Mental Health Normal with Life of Emerald advocating for listeners like you. For more information, subscribe to our community Instagram page at lifeofemerald underscore. Find us on LinkedIn at Life of Emerald. Finally, visit our homepage, lifeofemerald.com. Till next time, take care.